Hey, hey, hey. It's the JJC Podcast, episode 30, the big 3-0. <laughs> big 3-0, let, let's go. Big 3-0, let, let's go. Let's go. This episode, we will talk about Tony Khan's comments on the Tim Tebow getting a workout. The 2021 NFL Draft Class, congratulations to the nine players to join the Jaguars. Your lives have changed. You are officially in Jaguar family now. Also, we're going to talk about not picking up the option on Tavid Bryant. And also, we're going to state, we're going to start with this. Urban Meyer. He publicly came out and said that he wanted Kadarius Tony with the 25th pick in the draft. The 25th pick in the draft. When he had all the capital to trade up to get this guy, what do you think would have been the capital to trade up to get Kadarius Tony if? Urban Meyer really wanted him. I think a, I think the twenty fifth pick, and I think a a fourth rounder and a fifth rounder may have gotten him to go up five spots to to grab him if he really wanted him. I think that would have been enough. You may be pushing it if you've given up a third round pick. You may be pushing it, but I think a fourth and a fifth round pick, something like in that range, they could have given up. They could have given up next year's pick, and they could have got Kadarius Tony. I think they had the capital to trade up. I I I I understand him being excited. It's his first draft, Urban Meyer. But please, if you wanted him, you really would have gotten him. But Besides the point, the future is now for these young guys. Thank you for joining the Jaguar family. Let's get started with Tony Khan and his Tim Tebow love affair. Um, Tony Khan's thoughts on Tim Tebow. Urban believes he can really help us. I don't think Urban believes that Tim Tebow can really help us. I, I don't believe that. I think he was being a friend, and this is what friends do. You know, he just retired baseball. Hey, man, he, he lives in a neighborhood, apparently. With, he lives in the same neighborhood as Urban Meyer. Um, he's on, I mean, isn't Urban Meyer? He does, Urban Meyer does something with Tim Tebow. As far as charities concerned, so they're friends. They're really tight, and he figured, "Hey, let me get him a workout. Let's get him in here. Let him work a little bit. Let's see what he got in the tank, and possibly come to camp, go to training camp, maybe a cup, maybe the preseason games, and then he gets cut, and that's the dream." That's pretty much what I think of this. Um, Tim Tebow was a quarterback 
years ago, years, years ago, and did not want to play tight end, but now he wants to play tight end. Give it up. Give it up, Tim Tebow. It's done. Would love to see him as a head coach. Not a head coach. Oh, no. I would love to see him on the coaching staff in some shape, form, or capacity. I would love to see that. But what did, what did he say about this? What what the? Okay. I couldn't express. Oh, this is what um, Khan said. I was looking for what he said. He said, I can't say too much, but Tim has come in and worked out as a tight end. That's not the position we've seen him play, but that's the position he's been practicing at with us. So that will be interesting to see how that contributes to our offense. I don't see him making this roster. He's a 33-year-old guy and hasn't played football since 2015. He's not making this roster. He's not. Um, He's not making this roster. But let's go to David Bryan. The Jaguars declined the fifth option on Taven Bryan. Taven Bryan, former first-round pick, Gator, and he joins that list. Oh, he joins that list of Gators that aren't successful. They're part of the Gator Bait. Part of the Gator Bait. Yep, he's part of it. And what's crazy is I was a supporter of him. I I really believed that he could be a starter on this team. I've I seen the videos where he was working out with Calais Campbell, the mayor. I've seen him working out with him. And I'm thinking, okay, he's he's soaking up the game. He's picking up the game. I think he's gonna he's finally going to get it together. He does not finally get it together. And now we're finally... About to see him out the door if he doesn't get it together. Bet push come to shove. I hope that he has a successful campaign this year and doesn't get cut during preseason. And he makes us eat a, eat our words as he gets eight sacks or something like that. But push come to shove, if we're being real, he's probably not gonna get any of that. He's probably gonna be a rotational player. And I think that's where his career is leaning towards. Oh, he reminds me of a Tyson Alou that used to play for us. That's that's the type of that's the type of player I feel like he's gonna be something like that as a def- like he's gonna be a rotational player that can be good in moments. But I wish Taven Bryant the best. I, I I we drafted him and I really wanted to see him be successful. I mean, fans let him have it. Fans be we be letting him have it. A lot of the fans be letting him have it. But I was on the other side because I wanted to believe that he could live up to the talent that they were trying to hype him up to be. They were think they they when we drafted him, they was like he's got the potential to be a J.J. Watt. Mel Kuyper was all in this man. I mean, he was all up in David Bryant's. The Jaguars. This is how he was. He was like, the Jaguars got an 
great pick here. He was a top 20 projection. He's got speed, and he could be the next J.J. Watt. I was like, okay, slow down. I hate, and I, I hate that about the NFL draft. I, I hate that. I like the stories they tell to the kids. Some stories be a little too much. I'm like, I don't want to hear about his mother was on crack when he was he was six years old, strung out on the corner, and then who he rose to football stardom. You could choose a better angle than that, and then you got the mom out there that's strung up on crack. She barely got her shoes on, celebrating with her son, and they put the camera close to her, and they'd be like, yeah, he overcame you. <laughs> It's like, um, I really don't want to hear that. Or, they, you know, they always come up with some crazy ass story that I really don't want to hear. I want to hear about the player. Give me the player. Some stories be a little too much for nas- for TV sometimes, but I understand they're trying to shape the story of the, the guy making it to the league, the dream come true. But uh, he sold that bit. They be selling them bits. First of all, these guys are getting drafted. It's hard to compare them to a. They compare Taven Bryan to the to a JJ Watt. Do you know how insane that sounds today? That sounds crazy. Mel Kiper said out his mind. He said a lot of crazy shit. But when I heard that he said. This guy could be, he's got the potential to be the next J.J. Watt. Look how fast he goes through the hole. Just got to get, no, shut up. Then never make that comparison again. Let's let's just stay off that. Taven Bryant, I wish you well. I hope you find your spot on this team. And I hope you're productive. I, I, I don't want to see players bad. I don't. But if that needs be, then that that is what it is. Um, let's get started with the 2021 <laughs> NFL draft. I want to go over the draft picks, see the strengths and the weaknesses of what the scouts have said about these draft choices. Uh, number one, we're going to go with the first pick overall. Well, we know who that is. That's Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, do we have to say anything about this pick? This was the for sure pick. This wasn't a hard choice. I don't understand why the Jaguars took so long. You know what? Urban probably was in that room trying to trade up to get Kadarius Tony. <laughs> That's what he took his, his Trevor minutes for. That's what he took his Trevor minutes for. This 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 should not have been a long pick. It would have been if it was me, it would have been doom da doom da doom doom doom. The NFL draft has started, and the Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence from Clemson University. <laughs> that shit wouldn't have took that shit wouldn't have took nowhere close to five minutes, but they it took the time, and I, they they probably told them to wait. They had to do something. They was like, "You guys gotta wait. We already know who you're picking, but you gotta wait." Well, Trevor Lawrence, he's compared to. Goats. He's compared to two of the greatest quarterbacks that ever lived. And he's compared to Andrew Luck, who could have been in that category, but talented. He was talented as hell. Can't nobody take that away from him. When you compare to Peyton Manning, 
and you compare to John Elway, and you compare to Andrew Luck, they have all been to a championship game. Although the Jags have been to a championship game, they have all been to at least a championship game. So that's at least what I'm expecting from Trevor Lawrence. That's ex- that's the least I can expect from him. But this pick A plus 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 plus. He literally has the ability to be the best quarterback the Jaguars have ever had. And yeah, he 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 has the potential to be better than Mark Brunel. I love Mark Brunel, but Trevor Lawrence has that chance to surpass him. And we've had decent quarterbacks in the past. Don't get me wrong, we have. But we need a guy. We need to say we need we need that guy. The Jags have never had the guy that's going to be potentially a top five to ten or top five top ten quarterback in this league. They have never had that, and I'm glad that we have that. Speaking of Trevor Lawrence, he's the <laughs> he 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 got part of his contract in crypto. I see him over there. Crypto. I like it. I like it. He the crypto Scarface. <laughs> oh, it's a song by Nas. He said the crypto Scarface. I thought of Trevor Lawrence. He's the crypto Scarface. <laughs> Getting his contract in crypto. But let's go to the next pick. The 25th pick. We all nervous. We don't know who they're going to select. We don't know who. We're thinking safety. A lot of people are thinking safety. Some good players were on the board during this time. So we're thinking, okay, safety, more than likely, they're going to get some defense. Let's get some defense. No. <laughs> Urban Meyer said, no way, Jose. I am drafting Trevor Lawrence's buddy, Travis Anich. Hope I'm saying your name right. Travis Anich was drafted with the 25th pick in the draft. I was a little shocked when I first saw that. I was thrown off because, first of all, we have James Robinson, who is a very capable and very good tailback. He had 1,100, at least he's 1,100 yard running back. And he can catch out the backfield. It may not be explosive. But he can catch out the backfield. But once I once I realize that Urban Meyer and Balky they talked about getting speed, explosiveness, someone that can stretch the field, he fits the mold. He really does. He fits the mold. And it started to it started to grow on me as far as seeing him in this offense, and I could very well see him in this offense as a very good third down running back, third and long running back. I can see him as a guy. Actually, I can see him on special teams. I, I can see him being moved around getting one-on-ones against a linebacker and just straight up destroying them. I can very well see that. But let's go 
I want to I want to read down his prospect info. This is what he this is what the scout said about him. We're going to go by NFL.com. Lance Zerline, he's an NFL analyst. And this is some of the things that he noticed on tape with Travis. His strengths, very capable of excelling on all three downs. Put it in the paint throughout the career with 78 total touchdowns in four years. Rabbit determination to beat tacklers with fast or force. Had 16 career touchdowns of 44-plus yards. That is what Urban Meyer wants. That type of speed, explosiveness, and quickness. Excellent read and cut timing behind washdown blocks. Gets it downhill when it's time to go. Top speed to make poor angles pay the iron price. Elevated his value as a receiver out of the backfield last season. He did do that. He did a very good job at that. He's going to get more opportunity to do that here. And this is a this is a quality that I love. Loves to clean up A-gap blitzers with booming angle blocks. That's important. That's very important. I, I like that. Here are some of his weaknesses. Average ball security needs to improve. Lacks finesse along the interior at times. Drops easy throws on swing passes. Needs to square rushers and keep them center. Wide base limited limits. <laughs> I said limited limits. Lateral balance at times. Long strider and short spaces. Wasted motion into reads and cuts. A running back coach for an NFL uh, NFC team stated, he is a man. Some guys who run out of the spread end up having trouble adjusting to how cramped it is in the pros, but I don't think he's going to be like that at all. I don't either. Because I think Urban Meyer is going to put, I think Urban Meyer and the offensive coaching staff is going to put him in a great position to win. I like the pick. I graded a B plus. I mean, your coach says what player he wanted at that pick, and this was the guy he wanted. It feels like he kind of settled, and honestly, I think he wanted Tony with 25, and he wanted Travis with the second pick in the first round. That's how it seemed in my head, but... Outside of him not even saying that, I, I give this a B plus. I think they're going to use him pretty well. I think he's going to be very active on this team. Very similar to Chris Thompson last year. I, I, I can see him in the Chris Thompson role, being moved all over the field, getting one-on-one matchups where he can win. He's developed a great – he's been doing a great job at developing himself as a receiver – that he's going to be used in that light. He's going to be used like Alvin Kamara. I can see him just moving around. I actually see him also getting kick return, Ernie. I can see him on special teams a little bit, kick return, all those type of things. I think this was a B-plus draft pick. Let's go to the next one. 
Next one. Next one is Tyson Campbell. Well, actually, let me go back to the let me go back to what they stated his prospect grade is for Travis. Six point one. He got I mean, no, six point seven one. They graded him as a year one quality starter. Now, Tyson Campbell, Tyson Campbell, they gave an interesting strengths and his overview was outside cornerback with undeniable physical traits and athletic tools. That's some urban stated That's some he stated smooth hips. Agile feet guide him around the field, but he doesn't always trust his footwork and overall technique, which leads to occasional bouts with imbalance in coverage. That is something that can be worked on that the defensive staff will work on him with. These are his strengths. Athletic gifts for a natural man cover potential. Enticing combination of height length and speed easy hips for easy flips speed and footwork for optimal route phasing ability to recover close and make plays on the ball flexibility provides sudden sink and stop mirroring comebacks those are a couple of the man's strengths I like it. I, I mean, he's got the gifts. If you watch him on tape, he has it. He has it. Just got to work and put it together. It's another one. I, potential is this draft. This draft has the potential to be the next block. I think a lot of people took risks in this 2021 draft due to COVID. A lot of things going on. So a lot of guys got overlooked. And I think he's one of them. Fun fact about Tyson Campbell. He was coached by former NFL cornerback Patrick Sertan. So he was coached by Patrick Sertan. Guess whose son? His son just got drafted in the top 10. So he knows a little bit about the cornerback position. He learned from a former cornerback in the NFL so there's something there with that. Here's some of his weaknesses. Must continue to get comfortable trusting his feet. Occasional balance, oh no, occasional battles with imbalance through lateral transitions can improve down the field positioning to play the ball. Inconsistent whipping head around to locate throws. Coast when he doesn't feel threatened. Needs to adjust zone coverage rather than guard pass. Contain duties and run support are erratic. Slow getting off receivers blocks. All of those things can be improved with time. But he does have the traits that can be successful. He has the physical traits and the athletic traits. He is a 6-1 corner. And that is 6'1", 193. That's not a bad size for a corner. He's 6'1". He's not bad. That's not a bad size for a corner. 
Um, they gave him a prospect grade of 6.33. Stated, will be a starter within the first two seasons. How I will see Tyson Campbell this season. He will be playing in some shape, form, or fashion. We will have injuries at some point. Pray that we don't. I pray that we don't have any injuries. But I can see him very well getting some playing time when some players fall down. I mean, not fall down, but some players get hurt. He gets on the field. He does a good enough job. I'm not sure yet. But I can see him getting some considerable amount of playing time this season. Great on this one is another B+. Plus. We needed another corner. I like this pick. But we have somewhat, we have a little depth at corner a little bit in a weird way. And he just adds to the depth. But I'm curious to see him play. I'm high on him personally. I gave him a, I'm giving him a B plus. Uh, let's go to the next pick in the second round. This pick, <laughs> this pick is a little interesting. I'm going to be honest with you. It opened my eyes a bit watching the draft and seeing his name. But Walker Little, the offensive tackle from Stanford, he is 6'7", 313. Jesus. Man, that is huge. But if you looked at his film, he can run for that size. And he can run faster than a lot of people at 6'7", 313. That's that's something else. Let's get into his strengths and weaknesses. Let's go with a little bit of this. He was rated the number one recruit in the country by 24-7 sports. He has not started a full season of football games since 2018. <laughs> since 2018, he started a whole season. He had one game in 2019 then opted out in 2020. I mean, what a what a I mean, to be honest, to not been playing and to be a second round pick, that really shows how talented you are and how much potential people think you have. Um he doesn't have much film, but the film that he does have was good enough for someone to see the potential in him, and Urban Meyer took a chance. And I can see why he took a chance. It's something he wants. He wants an athletic guy. He wants people he can coach that just they have the talent. They just got to he just got to coach them. And this is a and this fits his mold. Um this is these are the strengths. These are the strengths a little. A Walker little. Athletic, proportional frame, smooth into his kick sets and slides, good feel for quarterback's drop point, good flexibility in the hips and ankles, strengths and strength in hands to snatch and secure, ability to process and adjust in his pass protection, natural working from secure block to second level target. Appeared to have gained some strength in the one game he played in 2019. Of course, it's it's been since 2019. Why wouldn't he? 
you know, it's been since 2019. I, I guess they put that as a strength because that's the one game you can only see improvement because he, he's played so little. But if he was if he had weaknesses in 2018 and the one game you see him in 2019, it appears that he's gotten better and you don't see the strength. You see that he's improved some of those weaknesses. That is a huge plus. That means he's learning. That means he's learning. And he's getting better. He's he's processing the information. Weaknesses for him. Below average length and core strength for a tackle. That can be worked on. The core strength can. Has only played one game since the start of 2019. We all knew that. Struggles to press defenders off his edge. Knees will stiffen at times during pass sets. Opens shoulders, making him susceptible to inside counters. Loses power as a drive blocker due to hand placement. Needs to come off the ball and get hands on defender faster. Inconsistent getting blocks secured and finishing in the run game. Absorbs power rather than deliver it. This is what an NFC scout, national scout for an NFC team said. I was hoping he would opt back then so we could find out how he was moving after the knee injury. He has some holes, but they can be filled by coaching and strength work. He will be a starter. Well, let's say you're the number one guy. You're, you're the number one recruit in the country regarded by some someone and you only play one season and you improve on the one game you played in the next season you got hurt then you opt out so I mean you got two years to improve your health your strength and just your skill set you just got to get playing time after that I think Two good camps could get this guy together. His prospect grade is a 6.2. Good backup who can become a starter. On this team, he's going to be a backup for sure. All depends on how he plays in camp. I think this was a deft move for our offensive line. Not knowing the situation with the tackles for the future. Walker Little could very well see himself playing somewhere on the line at this point of season if an injury happens or something like that. I see this guy getting a ton of a ton of reps, getting worked out, making sure everything is okay as far as health, etc. And then I think not this year, but next year, I think he's going to be making a I think we're going to see if he has talent or not, not this year, but next year, because I think he's going to have to adjust to the game. He hasn't played much, so I'm I'm not expecting him to jump right into the gate and just burst the scene. But the potential is there, and that's something Urban Meyer wanted. He wanted guys that have the talent because he believes he can do the rest. Everything with the coaches that he have, the rest will be solved. Walker Little, 
I will give this a C plus grade. I did. I thought we could have went safety here, but knowing what I know now, knowing the potential they gave them, I'll give it a C plus. Actually, I'm gonna raise it to a B minus because I I have faith that this guy next year will be good. I think next year he's gonna be good. Let's go to the next guy. I love this guy. This was my guy. His name is Andre, just like me. So I know he's going to be good. With the third pick. I mean, I said the third pick. (laughs) The third round. The number one pick in the third round. Andre. Cisco. Safety. Syracuse. I like this pick. We needed a safety. Hell, shit. We needed a safety and we got one. Let's look at him. Um, His overview. Boom or bust chance taker with his frenzy downhill run support at safety. Cisco plays with quick run diagnosis and displays a feel for reading gadget plays. That's going to be huge. Teams do that, and and he can read that. We like that. However, he really struggles when it comes to taking proper pursuit angles and finishing as a balanced wrap-up tackler. Uh, Let's go to strengths. Possess pro frame with good overall size and length, soft hands, and takes aggressive routes on the throw. Finished college career with 13 interceptions. I love a ball hawk when I see it. He's a ball hawk. Oh, I can't wait. And he's got a chance on this team. Sees and responds to the passing game much better as a split safety. Attacks crossing routes like a heat-seeking missile. Quality athlete with good straight line speed. Sees development of the run quickly. Urgent demeanor to attack the line of scrimmage. These are his weaknesses. Not a last line of defense type of safety. <laughs> Impatient and will run himself out of position. That can, that can get better. Doesn't play with proper leverage or come to balance quickly enough as a tackler. Needs better navigation of pursuit angles. Frequently caught in traffic jams and rub routes. Throws body around, but doesn't knock runner backwards. Aggressiveness exploited by play fakes. Bogs down through transitions and gets beat deep. Below average route recognition and man coverage. Mm. This is a guy that, quite honestly... He reminds me of Ronnie Harrison, the safety we drafted out of Alabama years ago that we traded. He reminds me a lot of him. He's going to have the attitude that we need. He's going to have... We need a ball hawk in the defense. Last season, we couldn't really get turnovers. 
we're going to need a guy that can get the ball, make a play, get a turnover. I think Andre Cisco can be that guy. This is his prospect grade. He's another guy that this is an Urban Meyer type of guy. 6.1 is his prospect grade. Good backup who can become a starter. We needed a safety. Not my preferred safety, but a guy that can get turnovers, that will try to make a play. I give this one for the third round, I give it an A. Given the fact that certain traits, those are the traits that are, we need a guy that can get the ball. He had 13 career interceptions. He's a ball hawk. He attacks routes. He sees the development of the run. He wants to attack the line of scrimmage. He has a possibility, depending on his camp, to be a starter. Do I see him being a starter this season? No. But I do see him special teams. I can see him in certain coverages being out on the field. But we'll see with him. Let's get to the next pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jay Tufili, defensive tackle out of USC, was the fourth round pick for us, pick number one. This, I, I, I like this pick. This was a, we needed a tackle. This wasn't a super strong defensive tackle draft, in my opinion. And they got a guy I thought that was they got a they got a guy that they kind of need. We need depth on the defensive line. They got a defensive tackle that if you watch him, he's he's aggressive. He he's he's bringing it. He's giving all he's got every play. He's not a quitter. Let's go to him. His overview, three technique who parlays high energy with explosive brute strength to make his mark on the game. Mm. Let's go into his strengths. Motor is hypercharged. Comes off the snap in all-out attack mode. Explosive pop into contact derived from hips. Uses upper body power to blunge blockers with violent hands. Twitch for quick shed blockers. Above average playmaking range as an interior defender. Short space burst to race down the line and make the tackle from the backside. Athleticism to cover from bull rusher into mayhem bringer in the pocket. Gives effort to chase and finish plays. I like it. That's that's that. It, it, does that not with Urban? That's not with the defensive coordinator. When he stated he wanted guys that were gonna be aggressive. This is the guy they were looking for. This this had to. This was this was something. This this was a great pick. Weaknesses. Scouts say he needs more personal growth and maturity. Below average feel for blocking schemes. Ducks head into contact and will lose sight of the ball. Oh, that's not good. 
inconsistent taking on double teams and wash down blocks, needs to learn control the action with his hands. Ford lean will get him knocked over knocked over by savvy blockers. Needs smoother transitions from move to move as a rusher. This is what a scout tells us. He's really strong, really athletic, but you don't want to ask him to do too much diagnosing because he's not that kind of player. Just let him get upfield and disturb. <laughs> That's terrible to say about a player. I, you know, for his sake, I hope he's everything the scout says not. Scouts are always fucking wrong. But I hope he's I hope he's everything this guy's not saying. You can't tell nobody. He told this guy to, don't tell him to think too much. In other words, just let him get up field and disrupt shit. <laughs> His draft projection was supposed to be fourth round. He was picked in the fourth round. They gave him a prospect grade of six point one three. Good backup who can become a starter. His first season here. I see him exactly how they he has a chance to be a starter. He also has a chance to be a rotational player, a special teamer. I see him as the latter. I see him as a backup rotational player that will get in and make a play. I can see him getting in on a couple Three and three and twenties, <laughs> three and twenties. I can see him making a play on special teams up the field, running around. I can see him doing those things for this season. I can see him doing those things for this grade. Since we need a D tackle, we need depth there. I get us a solid B, B plus. I get us a solid B plus. I like this pick. I like his energy. I like his aggressiveness. I think he's going to add a certain energy to this team that will be infectious. Um, when you are a motor guy and you're you're giving it all you got every play, it 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 really helps the team. It really helps players. They can feed off that energy, and I like this. I hope he's like this in the NFL. That'd be amazing, and I hope he's like that for the Jaguars. Next, next pick. We're going to go with the next pick of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jordan Smith, UAB edge rusher. This guy has tons of potential. I will say that he is 6'6", 255. He was the, he was the 16th pick in the fourth round. Little bit about him. He was at Florida, got into some issues there, transferred, eventually made his way to UAB where he was a terror. And he's like the first UAB player to be picked in the past in the last couple of years. So congratulations to him. You know what I thought interesting about his analysis? They had no comparisons for him. No NFL player comparisons. So that's that's some that's that's not bad. Tall, gangly, edge defender who is lacking in fundamental strength, but who makes up 
for it with traits and flashes of pass rush instincts. Strength, that can be improved. You can improve strength. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Strengths. Loads of production over two years at UAB. Freaky length with outstanding flexibility. Gains separation from blocks with his length. Has burst to hunt and capture from the backside. Yeah, I was about to say this. That usually means plays with a good motor, and that's exactly what they say. Plays with a good motor. Another guy that's going to give it his all. Able to flip hips and use long levers to pull himself around edge, rush edge. Possesses adequate spin counter to work with. Able to swing arms over for the quick win inside. Here's some of his weaknesses. Play strength. They said it's a major concern. Lacks hand strength and skill for consistent rush successes. That can be worked on. Unable to play through blocks. That's really <laughs> that 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 you really got to work on. Tackles firm outside hand will end his rush his edge rush attempts. Runners can break away from tackle attempts. Yeah, that that has to yeah that's going to be improved as well. All these things can be improved with coaching. He does have the athletic ability, but one of the main concerns from these scouts that I'm looking at is his strength. His strength and his technique. Those are coached. You can coach those. So we needed an edge rusher. Um, They also mentioned his past. The fact that he hasn't been in trouble since, I'd rather not talk about that. But they give him a prospect grade of 6.15, a good backup who can become a starter. I see him in the same way. Backup that can become a starter. Um, I don't see him starting this season. I, I don't I don't see him getting on the field much this season. I see him as a special teamer at this moment. I would like to see more of him, but I think he's just going to be special teams. Hopefully become a rotational player on the line year two and three. That's kind of how I see him at this moment. Um, I give this draft choice a solid B. This this is a draft. We needed some more depth on the offensive line. I mean, not the offenses, but the defensive line. And he gives us that. Next. Oh. Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell. Ohio State tied in 6'5", 251. Round 5, pick 1 of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They draft projection this guy as a 7th round pick. Now, this is... This is a guy that Urban probably knows that has potential. And he wanted to take a chance with him. This is what they say about him. Inline tight end prospect with good size and adequate strength. 
but lacking consistency in centering and sustaining blocks. Furrow isn't going to dazzle anyone with play, speed, or athleticism and does most of his pass catching as a safe option in the flat or in the underbelly of zone coverage. Kind of, to be honest, we kind of need somebody like that as the tight end, given that we got receivers and running backs. I don't see the tight end making that many catches on this team. If I'm looking at the offenses, I'm going to say this. Looking at the offense that I'm guessing that the coordinator is going to use, I don't think the tight end will be used that much as a pass catcher. I think they're going to run the ball and find ways to get the ball in the hands of their playmakers like Chark, like Travis. Given that we picked him in the first round, I think he's going to get a lot of play like Marvin Jones like Lavis like Lavisca Chenault, they're gonna try to get the ball in their hands. I see the tight end as a guy that you see it's a third down. They're checking people, checking everyone, and guess what? Luke Farrell is sitting there right in his own coverage, and they give him the ball for eleven yards, or it's third and seven. They give him the ball for eight yards. That's kind of how I see him, but. Strengths, size and strength to create some pop in the first contact comes out of his stance with good pad leveling, uses hands and hips to fire upward, punch for leverage, adequate feel for positional blocking duties, has operated in line as a move blocker in space, finds optimal soft spots of zone, scrambles open for his quarterback when he comes off schedule. Hands are reliable. That's kind of what we need in a tight end in this offense, to be honest. Good size, but this is his weaknesses, by the way. Good size, but somewhat narrow through his hips as a wide, a wide tight end. Lacks fundamental... No, wait. Lacks functional speed to attack the seam in the NFL. Won't be responsible for many yards after the catch. More mechanical than passionate as a run blocker. So they say he lacks aggression at blocking the run. They say he's he, he has it, but he's not going to. Okay. Will need to work more consistent with aggression on the next level. Okay. Those are his weaknesses. I have no problem with this. We do need a tight end. They could have gotten a tight end in the earlier rounds. Yes. They give him a prospect grade of 5.6. Chance to make the roster or the practice squad. I see Luke making the squad. And I see him not starting. I I think he's going to be third on the death chart for sure. I think he can possibly make it up to second. But that's kind of how I see him. I see him as a backup. I think Urban Meyer took him because he sees the potential in him. He could be a quality player in this league. And I'm going to give them a C on this pick. I'm going to give him a C. I mean, 
they got a tight end, but he's not going to change the dynamics of this offense per se. So he'll make the roster. I think he'll make this roster and he'll be sitting on the bench, probably ripping and running on special teams at some point. Next and the final draft choice by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Round number six, pick 25, Jalen Kemp, wide receiver from Georgia Tech. Interesting about this guy. This is what they said about him. Camp could be considered a workout warrior after his monster pro day, but that would that might be underselling him. With just 48 catches and five career touchdowns, there isn't much production to base a draft grade on. <laughs> wow. He can be his own worst enemy with ragged route breaks that create catch point congressions, but that is correctable with more teaching and an offense that allows him to stay on the move. I like the, I, okay, I like that. His strengths, rare combination of height, weight, and explosiveness. Post 40-inch vertical with a ridiculous 30-rep on bench press at the pro day. Gee. Ooh. That is talent. That, that's that's that. How do you go from strength rare combination of height, weight, and explosiveness, and then say, oh yeah, he did a 40-inch vertical and he bench rep 30 at his pro day? Jeez. Plus hand-eye coordination with natural hands, flash. Incredible body control and catch radius against Florida State. They only used the one game that he had to solidify him. <laughs> at, at his best, when allowed to explore the field on second and third levels, exciting upside with traits to mismatch current cornerbacks downfield, has stretches of physical finishes after the catch, Size and strength to spring outside run as a blocker. Here's his weaknesses. Posted just 48 catches in 49 games with five career touchdowns. Routes are very raw and need time to be corrected. Upright and lacking vertical push in early stages of routes. Doesn't have short area footwork to uncover underneath. Gives away info to coverage with early head turn. Rarely wiggles his way around tacklers after the catch. This guy, this is what a wide receiver coach. I thought the tape was kind of interesting. And then I saw how he tested and it made me like him even more. They give him a prospect grade of 5.83. How do I see this guy? I see this guy as a special teamer for sure. A guy that can't will really help him given that he needs work on route running. He just hasn't, he doesn't have much production. So he doesn't have much. He's very limited and he's got the explosiveness. 
He's got the height. He's got all of those things. So I very well can see him on our special teams roster. I could see him on our practice squad as well. We have we have a little depth at the wide receiver position, and he's going to be in a fight for a spot there. And I don't, I quite, I'm quite not sure how he will fit among that. They drafted a wide receiver with this pick. Eh, it's the sixth round. You you're drafting off potential at this point, and he for sure has potential. I hope Jalen Camp makes the camp. I mean, makes the camp as far as the Jags, and I uh, I can see him very well this season if he makes the team playing special teams, being a kick returner, maybe a punt returner. They want to see that speed and athletic ability and strength. I can very well see that. I give this pick a. A D. Yeah. It's a wide receiver in the sixth round. He may make the team. He may not. I wish and I hope that he makes the team. Um, That is it for the draft recap. I give this team a solid B-plus grade for the 2021 draft. I know I can't really accurately judge this draft until, in my opinion, three years that's how I judge drafts. Show me the player three years from now. How did he play? Did he get better? Did, was he everything we needed? Or is he on another team somewhere? That is how I and with the Jags. He may very well be on another team. I'm glad and I hope that's behind us. But that is it for this episode. I just wanted to go over the draft picks for the 2021 NFL Draft. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out the blog at www.jacksonvillejaguarscountry.com, hashtag Jags Country. Also, I am giving away a Trevor Lawrence jersey. All you got to do is follow the YouTube channel, hit subscribe, hit subscribe to the podcast, Send me a message on my Twitter at SportsLove883, a number between one and a thousand, and your contact information. I will take your information down, and I will put you in the drawing to raffle off a Trevor Lawrence jersey on July 1st. Um, Thank you for listening. And I will see you guys later. Bye.